you are here with the 12th episode of the Triven Diaries. Um, this is Erin speaking and I'm with my best friend in the whole wide world, Hannah. And <laughs> Hannah is dying with a hangover today. So you're going to have to, we're going to have to have a, hold a little bit of space here for her and mind her like a baby. So. Yeah, I was literally just saying to Erin there that I'm like, have no brain cells to be nervous today. <laughs> yeah, she was literally just like, it is what it is. Press play and let's get going. So yeah. Yeah. why don't you tell them uh, where you were all weekend and what you were doing? Right, so obviously Freedom Day, 22nd of October. Freedom Day! <laughs> um, we went out to the academy in town, like a nightclub, but like, it was just too packed. Yeah. Like, I'm not messing, it took us an hour and a half to get in. Is it just, is it too packed or is it because we're so used to small crowds now though? Like, was that a normal crowd? No. And would it be in a normal crowd back in the no, day? No, that, that crowd was like a concert crowd. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're queuing into Tree Arena, that's how busy it was. Mad. Like, if you know where the Academy is, it's on Abbey Street, and the queue was down to Supermax on the corner. Yeah. Like, no way. Yeah. Matt. And, um, but it was probably because they were checking everyone's vaccine certs and making sure it was a matching ID to the name, like. Yeah. But, like, that was good in a sense, but an hour and a half to get in, an hour to get a drink. Wow. Like, we got up to the bar, and Dara ordered 12 Jaeger bombs because, like, you wouldn't get to the bar. 12 Jaeger bombs? Yeah, because you wouldn't get to the bar again. No, this was for me, Dara, and Jasmine. Yeah, but no, that doesn't make it any better. I only, I only drank one. I was like, I'm actually not I don't even know how bothered. you drink that stuff. That is literally like... Yeah, no, it was wild. That was liquor. We got onto the dance floor for about 40 minutes and it just wasn't a vibe. No. I hate to say it. Like, we were just so, so excited that to get That makes me out. so sad for you because you are a nightclub queen and you've been dying no, for I'm, this for two years. Yeah, but I think I've left my prime. No, you haven't. You're not even in your prime. No, like I'm 24. Like everyone was 18, 19 there. Like, you know, when you're buzzing to get out and dance. Like yeah. when we were 19, we'd literally be going out every Friday and Saturday because so we were so excited. a lot different going into a nightclub as a 23, 24 year old. Oh, 100%. Versus 19, I think 20. it's because we got so used to pubs yeah. and actually sitting down having a chat with your mates. 100%. Like when you go to a nightclub, surface level vibes, you know? Yeah. Like you're not talking to your friends, you're just dancing. Yeah, that does not appeal to me at no. all. Like I'd rather be sitting down yeah. at a point like having a chat. Yeah, like when I went out last night, we were, it was like a disco bar, but we were all sitting down having a laugh like. Yeah. And you could actually hear the other person. Oh my God, I actually sound like an old. <laughs> no, you don't. It's I think it's because we've grown and we've changed like... We've had about 10 years of growth packed into two years because you've spent so much time yeah. alone with yourself. Yeah, true. And I think we're growing more like endeared by a quiet form of excitement. Yeah. Quieter form. And like, it's just lovely and gorgeous to be able to chill out and relax and yeah. watch the TV. No, like, honestly, like we're so used to going out at six and being home by 11. But yeah. like, well, I think we're home at like three and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. No. Like, I'm just like... See, I never, home. I actually never really got roped into the nightclubs, which is like, that was kind of one thing that just never appealed to me i love dancing like i used to love when we used to go out to the home and you know the 80s tunes would be going yeah and having a bop i love dancing yeah but i just hate that overcrowded people in your face drinks being spilled yeah. on you young ones starting on you like it's not fun no yeah and then like all that shit happening with people being spiked and all yeah that's gross so like i was scared of that as well because it was so packed yeah. i didn't think of covid any at once which yeah. was good that was probably the only good bit of the night. But, um, I'm so sad for you. But maybe the academy isn't your vibe. Maybe like you'll find a different nightclub that vibes with you a bit more. Yeah, but I'm not even bothered to go out to a nightclub now. Yeah, like what but was maybe, Trinity Quarter last night? Oh, that like, was so good. But that that's not really a nightclub. That's kind of like a disco bar. Like 
Yeah, that's a lovely spot. Yeah, we went there, I remember. Yeah, before it's Calder's. a lovely spot. You can like that's what I like. You can get up and have a little bit of a dance, but then your seats you sit are a couple, down. Of, a couple yeah. of feet away. Like yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I'm over it, sis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's not a nightclub queen anymore. No. What is going on? I like going out like to pubs. Yeah. But no. So she's a pub queen now. Welcome to the dark side of the force. Yeah, but like Asher will see. Like maybe it was because everyone was just excited to get out and that's why yeah. it's all packed. Maybe if it dies down in a few months, like maybe at Christmas. I just don't, I don't think know. we'll ever get the magic that we used to feel walking in anymore. Because you were yeah. so young and full of zest. And yeah. you're like, oh, look at this vibration beating through the floor. It's so fun. Yeah, but now I'm just like, no. Get yeah. me out of here. No, uh, I think we just, we value relaxation so much now after that. Even yeah. of a year like or two years and I thought like I escaped I thought I got away with getting hangovers because my dad wouldn't get a hangover but I swear to god as you get older the hangovers get worse no they don't yes they do no they Aaron, don't I never got hangovers ever no and now I'm like it's good two days three days you before know what I'm a hangover right is right your what? brain is literally dehydrated because yes. what? what do you do before a night out honey you shut barely up eat. you're always hungover no you barely <laughs> eat what do you eat before you go Oh, that's what I mean. No, it is my own fault. Right. Do you drink two litres of water before you go out? No. No. So I have what? a sandwich. So you go <laughs> out, right? And your brain is like a shriveled up sponge. I like know. Spongebob out of water in the Spongebob Squarepants yeah, movie. Yeah. That's what it's like. And then you're going to put like seven litres of alcohol in and wake up the next morning. Oh, I don't know why I'm still dying. Because you didn't <laughs> hydrate your brain. You need to drink. No, I know. But like. I, I, haven't, got, I haven't, we... haven't got hangover in a long time. Long, why long didn't time. we get that when we were younger? What do you mean? I can never remember getting like bad hangovers when I was like 18. you used to take two shots of nagging and then you bobbed your uncle the other one. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, probably just drink more now. Now you have to learn to pace yourself. I always remember my Auntie Jackie saying, take a glass of water between every drink. Now I just don't actually go by that, but I always kind of value hydration. Mm. So always get me water in before I go. I'd have the odd sip of water during the night as well. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know when we used to go out and you'd have a glass of water and someone would literally notice you put a glass of water and they'd be like, soft. Yeah, yeah. And you'd literally get rinsed for it. Like, But now I'm like, no, I am soft. Yeah, so hangovers are self-inflicted there. It's not giving me any sympathy No, today. not at all. Like, I hate when, especially if you go into work or something, someone's like, I don't feel well. Tom, like, oh, why not? And they're like, I was out last night. I'm like, no, you're not getting an ounce of pity. Get your act together. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> Oh, obviously I'm going to give you all the cuddles and mine's yeah, lovely. That, that You're my, I'm actually not even that bad. I'm just yeah. dramatic, to be honest. Um, I just wanted to let you know that it's not really worth going out. But like, no. no. But like, we're not killing people's dreams here either. Like, what if some, some people will still like it. We just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you know. feeling? No, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking like, if there's young people listening, they probably would. Yeah. But like, I think our age range. See as well, right? We went to a nightclub in our small seaside town, and there'd be what like hundred to hundred people, almost yeah. like, and that's always what it was. You'd be going down and seeing familiar faces every weekend. But if you're going out into town and stuff, that never appealed to me because you don't know anyone. Yeah, that is true. Like I used to love the chats in the smoking area. Yeah, because you'd see everyone you know, and you'd be yeah, like, "All right, bud, what's the story?" I mean, if the home reopened, I'd be the first one there. Yeah. <laughs> But 100%. no, it's gone. But show them that TikTok that I sent you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Hannah sent me this one. What is it from? Friends. And it's Chandler being. So it's basically just saying like he's old and he just wants to chillax now. Okay. You ready? Oh, that's sad. That's sad. We're just not 21 anymore. You know, I'm 29 years old, damn it. And I want to sit in a comfortable chair and watch television and go to sleep at a reasonable hour. 
But that's just basically what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, when you get older, you just like, as you said, like you just value relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not into it, you're not into it. Like I used to feel awful pressured to have to go to nightclubs with you and stuff just because if I didn't, when am I going to get to spend time with my friends? Yeah, that's so true. I always, like if you're not into it, you shouldn't feel like pressured into going just for the sake of it. Like I, I just want to sit at home, curl up in a good book and have a nice cup of tea. But if that's, that's what fun. you're into yeah obviously like, like why do people think that like relaxing is boring like, no, you know people not. who value like drink drugs and absolute mad festivals oh, yeah. and all sure, that. I, used to, I used to get called boring because i didn't do drugs like, yeah you know? no that's ridiculous like absolutely ridiculous don't yeah. be getting me started <laughs> but sure look anyways yeah. we won't go there so well, how was your week how was your weekend like what did i do this weekend i had a lovely two consecutive days off i haven't had that in a while so that was lovely I feel like if you have one day off and then you're back in work, you don't get your full recharge. Yeah, for sure. You need to like sometimes just leave work at work. So I've had a lovely two days and just going to the gym, drinking water. And <laughs> I was just saying today to Erin, I was hungover and she was out of the gym. I was like, we're just two polar opposites. We are. But that's what is so beautiful about this union. Yeah, true. We are a marriage of two different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe this is our 12th episode. I know, so we're doing this since when? June, maybe? Yeah. Was it June? This is like our Cheaper by the Dozen and our 12 babies. Yup. You on. <laughs> you on, yeah. Right, so we'll get into our star sign chats. Oh, yeah. We didn't even tell them what the podcast is. Yeah, so we pure literally after diving in here just chatting. But what we're going to be talking about today is star signs. But on a more basic level, because last week when... When you set me off on this, I can get very intricate and very in-depth, but I know that a lot of people probably aren't into it yet or just want to know the basics before I start discussing, like, birth charts and stuff. Yeah, like, they'd have to do their own, like, maybe. Yeah. And don't want to overwhelm you, honeys. And even if you're not into it, you're not into it. doesn't really matter. It's all still... Informative. Informative science. It is. It's not facts. Really... Yeah, it is facts, isn't it? Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I remember when we first started recording this, uh, Hannah used to say <laughs> facts all the time. And she, if she listened back, she'd literally be like, oh my God. It was facts on that, 100%. 100%. And then what do I say? You know. I would say, like I'll finish my sentence and say, you know, to go on to the next sentence. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then my poor dad, when he was on, he was like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's a real Dublin thing. Do you know what I mean, man? It's just a conversation filler. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Oh, fair. Fair enough. <laughs> right, get into the book, for okay. God's sake. So, star signs, guys. We all have one. We all fall into one. And they're split down into four categories. You've got fire signs, earth signs, air signs, and water signs. The fire signs are split down into three. Aries, Sagittarius, Leo. Earth signs are Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus. Air signs are Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. And then the water signs are Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. So according to the date of your birth, you're going to fit into one of these categories. And then as such, one of these categories are going to allocate with some traits or characteristics that you have. Mm-hmm. That so I'm a Virgo. Yeah. You're a Pisces. So Hannah is a Virgo and I'm a Pisces. But we're going to talk you through each one because people yes. out there could have one and want to know a bit more. Like, what does that even mean that I am one? Yeah. So... Which book should I start with? I've got two here. I've got a really intricate one called The Signs 
um, by Caroline Faulkner and it's Decoding the Stars to Reframe Your Life. But then I have a Love Signs one. Is there like little uh, infos on like each star sign in that one? Because I know there is in the other book. Like yeah. just a little short. There like, is, but this... Summary. In this bigger book, it tells you what it looks like when you're say a Virgo gone right and a Virgo gone wrong oh yeah yeah you're then that's better I think that one is rela- based on relationships because it was like oh Virgo's a good partner like you know so that's probably right. well let me see if they have like an introduction even to each one yeah they have a little paragraph under each one right well we'll start with that will we yeah right so first we have like the top of the chart is Aries and then it's going to work all the way down between the 12 of them and the last one is Pisces so I'm at the very bottom. Hmm. That's why Pisces get along with everyone because they have a piece of each star in their sign. Oh, right. Isn't okay. that mad? Yeah. Whereas Aries is like very fixed. It's the very first one. So Aries people are born between March 21st and April 19th. And it says that they're powerful and charismatic. Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. And when it comes to love and romance, they're fueled by fire. It is his natural element after all also known for both his unpredictable temper and sweet tenderness Aries is extremely multifaceted when it comes to love yeah so that's Aries when I think of Aries why do I always just think of someone like angry (laughs) well they're very driven people like they get what they want Mm -hmm. sure Aries is aggressive but even more importantly Aries is a go-getter the celestial realm is ruled by Mars, the planet that covers ambition and determination. So he thrives on challenges, competition and invigoration. Simply put, Aries doesn't do demure. The confident and courageous Ram is also a natural leader, so he isn't afraid to take charge and get things done. Whether it's romance or business, Aries always aims to come out on top. After all, this sign is literally number one in the zodiac. Ah, I never thought about it like that. That's good. Aries' tactics can be a bit harsh, but this direct approach often works in his favour. He usually gets his way. Yeah. Um, and then part of what makes Aries so successful is his natural magnetism and ability to command a room. He attracts partners with his innate enthusiasm and optimism, spicing up all of his relationships through his contagious joie de vivre. <laughs> then in the more um, intricate book here, I'm going to read also their own interpretation of Aries. So obviously Aries is the fire sign. It's the very opposite of Libra. So Aries and Libra would usually be attracted to each other, even in friendships, because they're the very opposite. Um, the first sign of the zodiac, first house and ruled by Mars. Aries done right is easily the most dynamic and exciting of all the signs. Those born under Aries readily pioneer uncharted territories, break new ground and generally make original things happen, leaving the rest of us in a haze of dust as they merrily kick up behind them. Billie Holiday, iconic jazz musician and singer-songwriter, was born under the sign of Aries, and her life demonstrates plenty of Aries traits and associations. She reached the peak of her fame at a time when segregation was rife and racism largely went unchallenged. Black musicians were asked to use the back door and the service lift in the hotels where they were performing, even as the star of the show. So turning a controversial first-time poem called Strange Fruit about lynching into a huge mainstream hit was not only an act of creative genius, but a brave move. Billy was pioneering and fought against the odds to follow her passion, which is typically of Aries gone right. Aries is often learning about battles ruled by Mars, which is the god of war, and finding inner inner peace is one of their life lessons, one that they share with opposite sign Libra. Billy had a very 
very little peace growing up and was constantly facing trouble and adversity until she finally found a passion, which is key for Aries. So they need a passion in their life to like find purpose. She joined a band aged 14 and began channeling her enormous energy into music. She was said to be an improvising jazz genius. She may not have been the best singer of her time, but if you have ever heard her sing, you will surely agree that her gripping voice captures your attention and holds it until she is done with you. The gone wrong side of Aries is that you guys can be too fast, too furious, too angry, driven by your need for new experiences and just plain aggressive. Aries folk have much to learn about peace and progress and your energy has the power to game change when you're at peace with yourself. Attuned to your passion and following your path. You need to learn ways to channel your powerful energy towards positive change and you're going to have to cultivate loyalty and integrity to be happy on a soul level. So that is Aries. Very good. So do you know any Aries? I think your dad is an Aries. Samia's an Aries. Yeah. So we know a lot. Of, so Samia, for example, has her own business. Absolute go-getter. Yeah. Um, your dad as well, like, climbed the ladder. They're like, real hard workers. Real hard workers. And they're, they're not going to be sitting around self-pitying. They always get stuff done. Yeah, they never complain. Yeah, that is yeah, actually so true. Yeah. So you're going to move on then for Taurus. Yeah. I'm going to talk about Taurus. This is, the dates are April 20th to May 20th. It says Taurus the architect. Fixed earth sign, opposite of Scorpio. Second sign of Zodiac. Second house, ruled by Venus. Taurus gone right is gracious, tenacious, grounded, and among the most talented beings here on earth. You guys have a tremendous ability to find solutions, fix and make things and attract resources. So that's probably talking about the architect. Um, all the people I know who are multi-talented have Taurus featuring prominently in their charts. There can be, be no better example of this than Leonardo da Vinci, who was famous for being one of the most skilled and multi-talented beings who ever lived. His recognition rests principally on his paintings, such as the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper, but his notebooks contain exquisite scientific drawings that were way ahead of their time. Da Vinci also helped to train many tank, helicopter and parachutes. Da Vinci also helped to train many students throughout his life, which is a typical sign of a Taurus gone right. They tend to sit comfortably with your own talents and also support and nurture those of others. All very Taurus traits. On the other hand, you can be stubborn, materialistic, greedy and possessive and so out of touch with yourselves that you fail to... Notice your deep soul longing for real experiences and sincere, authentic people. Taurus has a deep connection with nature and some astrologers believe that their role is to act on, act as guardians of the earth. Whatever your personal belief about that, in my experience, Taurus people usually find nature a great source of healing. Mother Earth is one of the keys for Taurus to find authentic happiness and authentically in everything is essential for tourists to grow. Is tourists an earth sign? Yeah, so I feel like they're always, like I know people that would do biking or do hiking and stuff. Yeah, so they like to be out in nature for healing. Yes. Um, before we launch into looking at gone wrong and gone right traits of tourists, here's a quick reminder of how to interpretate them. You may not be acting out of all gone wrong yourself or all gone right either two people are usually much quicker to own these traits perhaps it's more that you're attracting these issues from others either way the gone wrong char characteristics are your shadow and recognizing them will help you to advance towards gone right as i often say don't fear the shadow everyone has one show it the light that's very good yeah so like every single one has good and bad sides doesn't mean that you're like 
you're all the bad side or you're all the good yeah. side. We all have like positives and negatives. Yeah. Um, is there if there's anything that I've highlighted in that book to do with each sign, we'll read that out as well. Because usually, if I find mm-hmm. something really interesting, I will read it out. Yes, I haven't seen any highlighted ones just for tourists. Yes, yes usually I get like a favorite star sign that I'll look into it for a while. Do we know any Taurus? Taurus. Like, anyone I've met who's a Taurus, I've really, really got along with. Ninner Hughes is a Taurus. Oh, yeah. They're real kind of... It's very hard for a Taurus to forgive you if you piss them off. They can Because be, they're stubborn. Yeah, so, like, they'll never forget if you wrong... If you've done something wrong on them. Um, But, like, they're fabulous. They're, like, the person that you want on your side if you're ever, like, in a fight or anything like that like you always want want them on your side mm-hmm. so who's next okay so next we have gemini so i will read gemini my dad is a gemini and my sister is a gemini orla is a gemini bows is the lot of them <laughs> so gemini is the messenger it's an air sign and it's the very opposite of sagittarius so usually they'd be attracted to each other as well third sign of the zodiac resident in the third house and it's ruled by mercury Gemini gone right folk are easily the mo- most interesting people of the Zodiac. You are constantly on the search for experience and knowledge and you're real thinkers and philosophers, but also have fun and light to be around. You've razor sharp minds and mad skills in the communication arena. You're also born strategists and negotiators who can convince people to buy more sand when they already own a desert. So remember I said my rising is in Gemini. Mm-hmm. So that'd be like real relative to me in a social situation. So being around Gemini, people can feel like a shot of pure pizzazz for us duller mortals. And it's no surprise that Geminis are often surrounded by adoring fans. They are multitaskers, warp, speed smart, and kings and queens of the witty remark and lively debate. All in all, they're pretty dazzling. There can be no better example of Gemini brilliance and popularity than John F. Kennedy, whose charisma is legendary. People loved him at the time and he remains one of the most popular US presidents even now, more than 50 years after his untimely and tragic death. JFK spent most of his short time in office in negotiations with the Soviet Union to contain the threat of nuclear war and also debated the battle with Congress to enact the Civil Rights Act, which was finally passed in 1964, the year after his death. Here, this book is a good history lesson for everyone as well. I'm sure they're all learning something. It's good that they're like... Giving an example of a famous person or something. Definitely. Makes sense. Unfortunately, Gemini gone wrong tends to get bored quickly and is prone to flightlessness and telling lies. That's very true. I know a lot of Gemini liars. (laughs) JFK's example is illuminating on this score too. Even the FBI director had to get involved when the president's extramarital affairs became a serious public issue. In particular, his alleged affair with Marilyn Monroe, who, by the way, was also born under the sign of Gemini. Oh, two Geminis. <laughs> Gemini. Gemini is supposed to be the two-faced or yeah. the twins. Um, yeah, so gone wrong, ignorant, scatterbrained, shallow, gossipy, opinionated, deceitful. <laughs> Jeez, they go But part. gone right, quick-witted, and agile, analytical. Uh, imaginative, original, articulate, um, and all that as well. So there's good and bad signs to each one. Yeah. So did I say the dates? Oh, the dates for a Gemini person is May 21st to June 20th. Mm -hmm. And then the next one that we are going, Hannah's going to take over here for Cancer. Cancer. My mom's a Cancer. Yay. Softies. Real emotional softies. 
Jazz was a cancer. Yeah. Uh, June twentieth to July twenty second is the dates for a cancer. So it's the Guardian. It's a water sign opposite of Capricorn, fourth sign of the zodiac, fourth house ruled by the Mill. Cancer is the kindest, most sensitive, and nurturing of all the signs, with a real gift for creativity. Oh, that's so true, isn't yeah. it? My ma's real creative. She like remember she made little snowmans at Christmas and she makes pumpkins at Halloween. Yeah. It was socks. It is a water sign and given that it's ruled by the moon, it's all about emotions, even more so than fellow water signs, Pisces and Scorpio. Cancer folk are extremely in tune with their emotions, both their own and other people's. You guys are also genuine, sincere and generous to a fault. Sorry, genuine, sincere and too generous to a fault. Most of you have sass and good-natured humour that is largely due to influence from your neighbouring signs, Gemini and Leo. You know how to nurture people and usually love to do so. Cancer people are also big homebodies and you view your home as your retreat from the world. Cancer men and women alike are very family-orientated. Most of you usually have or want children of your own. You are driven to make sure there are children in your life and lavish them with attention and affection. This is so true about yeah. cancer. I think it's relatable because I know cancers, yeah. you know? Like, I wouldn't really know Tauruses or anything, so I don't Not know. yet. Yeah, true. Cancer gone wrong can manifest in insecurity and oversensitivity. Yeah. Cancers can be easily swayed, so there are big lessons concerned. Self-mastery, inner security, and how to balance their own and other people's emotions. There can be no better example of cancer traits in action than the late Diana, Princess of Wales, who famously said, I don't go by the real book. I lead from the heart, not the head. She was adored by millions for her huge heart. This is Princess Diana they're talking about, is it? Yeah. Um, her life empathised cancer's family first attitude and its instinctive genuous at helping others. She took the princess to school herself and tailored her public engagements around the schedules which had, which was unheard in the royal household at the time. So what else? Oh no, that's sorry. I'm still wearing the cancer. Uh, her work with AIDS suffers suffers was hugely influential. She would hug people who were affected, breaking down stigma and increasing awareness. On the other hand, you didn't have to know her well to understand that she was driven by her emotions to a perhaps unhealthy degree. This can go right or go wrong, but in my opinion. When emotions are in the driving seat and far removed from logic, things go very wrong indeed. So what did they say they go with their heart or their head? Their head. Heart. Okay. For a cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The lessons for cancer people is to try to fuse the two. It helps to pause and think before making any irreversible moves. Like if they're getting in a relationship with someone, they should try to get with someone who's like driven in like reality and down to earth that they can help them deal with emotions because they're such a water sign that they're so caught up in like their feelings all the time and it's hard to get them out of the muck of like just Mm -hmm. thinking everything is out to get them and so true yeah it's actually so true what are we reading now um so i'm gonna go on to leo so leos are born between july 23rd and august 22nd they are the kitty cat my sister is a leo Leos, they're very fiery. I love Leos. Sophie Cummins, my PT, is a Leo. She doesn't take any crap from me when I'm trying to Lucy. go lower weights. <laughs> Lucy's a Leo as well. Yeah. Rare kitty. Okay. Leo is <laughs> the heart. Fire sign, opposite of Aquarius. They'd be a very good match. Um, any like fire signs love air signs. 
So fifth sign of the zodiac, fifth house ruled by the sun. Leo gone right is one of the most impressive, loving and generous of all the signs. Leo people are hard to miss. You shine like your ruling planet, the sun, lighting up a room with your charisma and sense of fun. Oh, that was a little rhyme. Leo folk usually love to entertain and are often very funny. Not even just funny. Leo gone right is hilarious and you bring so much joy to everyone. You're also loyal, courageous and fiercely driven by a sense of integrity. You are great lovers of life and it's no wonder Leo has a reputation for being fabulous. On occasion, Leo shies away from the spotlight, but you are still the most loving, loyal and humorous of the signs. The gone wrong version is rather less attractive. You can be utterly egocentric, competitive to the point of aggressiveness and prone to drama. Try to become aware of your own humanity as opposed to following your own pursuits and to honour the humanity of everyone else as much as your own. American actress, comedian, model, producer and film study tycoon Lucille Ball was typical of Leo. She spent most of her career entertaining people with hilarity, followed her heart and eloped with a Cuban band leader, married him and then collaborated with him to produce I Love Lucy, one of the best loved comedy programs in television history. She went on to become the first woman in a major to run a major film studio. Gone wrong, so Leo, Leos can be egocentric, um, maybe attention-seeking. They can be grandiose and ostentatious and gone right. They're loving and generous, full of integrity, brave and loyal, funny and entertaining. They're also quite like creative. I always, mm-hmm. any Leo I've met is like the most creative of, of the fire signs. So then we're going to go on to Virgo, which is yours. So we can delve in a little bit more to the Virgo one if you want, because it's your sign. So you can read as much out as you like. So... So the Virgo dates is August 23rd and September 22nd. Just say like you're born on like the 22nd of August. Would you be like a little bit of a Virgo, a little bit of a Leo? Yeah, you're on the cusp. That's the colour, you're on the cusp. Yeah, yeah, right. So Virgo, the perfectionist. It's an earth sign opposite of Pisces, which is Aaron. That's probably why we get along so well. Opposite attract, baby. It's like, would that what the opposite would mean? Like they'd get along? Yeah. Because they're so different, but like they would like... But sometimes like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my previous relationship was a Virgo, and you're a Virgo. So yeah, opposite Pisces. Yeah, yeah. Sixth sign of the zodiac, sixth house, ruled by Mercury. Uh, Virgo gone right is frank, trustworthy, innocent, and kind, with a gift for making other people feel special, wanted, and deserving. You have a razor sharp mind and are the undisputed healers of the zodiac. You're also the most cool headed of the signs, logical, analytic, and hardworking. Virgo people tend to be clever with an intelligence that cuts straight to the point. You are easily able to detach from your emotions too. And yeah. And are good at taking tough decisions that nobody else wants to make. I often said that if you had to undergo brain surgery, you would prefer a Virgo to be carrying it out rather than a sensitive cancer. <laughs> Jesus, they don't say Virgos are just little bastards. No, yes, they're just brilliant. Go on. Virgo would just say, cut here, remove that, make an incision there. Cancer would worry that they were hurting you. (laughs) (laughs) And bulk at the sign of blood. It's very Virgo to concentrate on the job in hand and get on with it without making a fuss. Um, You people are seriously cool and mostly unflappable. What's unflappable mean? Like, no one's gonna change who you are. Like, you're you're stuck in your sense of self, which is a good thing. Okay. 
There's a kind of purity to Virgo that is so attractive. Integrity and honesty are paramount and you have extremely high standards in every area of your life. Sometimes those expectations are hard for us mere mortals to meet. I always get told that. Yeah, yeah. Of course there's... Like you've... Like you've not been in a relationship yet because you're so picky. Yeah, but it's not even just relationships. Like, just for an example here, I I started my driving lessons and if I don't do it perfect, I'm you're really hard really yourself. hard on myself. And even the instructors like your standards are too high. It's your first time. But you know? I think it's like one of the best thing about you because you won't settle for less than you deserve. Say in mm-hmm. in the terms of romance, like mm-hmm. you're not just gonna get any Tom Dick or Harry just because we're supposed to settle down. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of them, you definitely have to go easier on yourself. Yeah. Virgo is one of those signs with a bit of a reputation. In my experience, everyone has known at least one difficult Virgo who overanalyzes, criticizes, and tries to control every situation and people they come across. Sheesh. It's true that Virgo gone wrong can be hard work on many levels. Your inability to tolerate change. Oh my God, I literally just said that today. Mm, yeah. Your inability to tolerate change or anything with even a hint of chaos stems your anxiety. Your near constant companion. You try and fail to get a handle on that by insisting on detail, order and routine from everyone and everything. Many people judge Virgo folk harshly, but I always defend you by explaining that you you only behave like this because you are terrified of being vulnerable. You fear being taken advantage of or dropping a ball. All my experiences of Virgo suggest that when you channel your gone right energy, there is nobody more honest, kind or decent or more likely to achieve great things. Your ability to identify what needs to be done, create optimum conditions, then dictate then dictate yourself to the task until a project is finished means that you are one of the Zodiac's greatest achievers. One of my dear friends and clients is a Virgo. She is honest, kind and thoughtful and, seriously su- and a seriously successful photographer. She has a knack for making you feel better about everything. Yeah. And as a side, her work seems to encapsulate virgo gone right qualities she always seems to know where her clients insecurities lie and move to soothe them her work is heavily cutting edge yet clean and her timing is always on point she makes everything pure yet edgy many virgo clients i work with are like that they work best when everything is clear and upfront they do not despond well if they have to wing it very true your life's big lessons concern boundaries and controls just like your opposite sign pisces but from a different perspective where pisces needs more boundaries and to develop more discipline and self-control you need to learn to let go and allow a little more spontaneity in your life that's so yeah, true literally <laughs> like for example like if we were getting a bus i'd be like right we have to leave right now and Aaron'd be like be grand we're yeah. just going to the bus i feel like we've helped each other meet a steady balance between the two though. yeah true virgo should put down their need for everything to be perfect and embrace the magic that life has to offer in the moment those who over control things miss out on the spectacular opportunities to live life a great example of Virgo traits gone right and gone wrong is the singer songwriter record producer Michael Jackson. Oh no way! There you go. His need for perfection perfection was well known, and his sense of timing made him nothing short of a musical genius. Hee <laughs> As well as the sun in Virgo, he had a moon in Pisces, Virgo's opposite sign. So his major life lessons were all to do with boundaries. In a nutshell, Virgo has too many. Pisces has often too few. In terms of his appearance, he became obsessed with his version of perfection and almost destroyed his nose. Jesus. 
serious. And I was just like, and he almost destroyed his nose. Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry for laughing so hard at that, but that's true because he took it too far, you know. I'll just read the little things here, like Virgo got yeah. wrong, controlling, critical, um, over analytical, true, uptight and anxious. <laughs> Gone right, okay, Jesus, I'm going. It's very harsh. Yeah, no. Virgo, gone right. Healers, honest, trustworthy. So trustworthy. Helpful, supportive. Yeah. Like, you love saving people. You love coming to the rescue. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else you want to talk about with your star sign to educate I, them? Yeah, so, like, it is very true that you have a high standard for yourself, like, perfectionist, like... Sometimes it's a good and bad thing, but I always say if you're in a job interview and they say what's uh any faults yeah. about you, I'd say I'm too much of a perfectionist because it is a yeah. good and bad thing. So like obviously you don't want to come across saying bad about yourself, but say yeah. like you're like do you bask in your success when you get a success? Or is it still like oh Jesus and I need to move to the next thing? Yeah, that's so yeah. true. Like I yeah. feel like even if you get like a good news and work or something, you're still like, oh my God. Yeah, and it's just for yeah. the next best thing when you can't, um, sometimes you can't live in the Should moment. we have went into the way we are in love? Well, we could talk about ourselves in love. Do you yeah, want to read mine? Want, yeah, I'll read yours and you can read mine in love. Then. Right, okay. Virgo shines with a purity and a certain innocence that makes them instantly attractive. And you are faithful, dedicated lovers and partners. I know a Virgo man who stopped talking to his married friend because that friend had an affair. This is typical of Virgo. They do not ap- appreciate betrayal, lies or dishonesty. The funny thing is that this guy didn't even like his friend's wife, but as far as he was concerned, if his friend could lie and cheat on his life partner, he wasn't the man he thought he was. Virgo can be a Puritan, but often you are oh no, you're often seriously decent to human beings. <coughs> the problem is that you have such high expectations that it's often difficult for anyone to live up to them. So true for you. <laughs> How many people have you fancied in your life? <laughs> Two. The number is very low. <laughs> the issue is that you see someone's potential, so you have trouble accepting the, who they actually are in that moment. You I'm try, to <laughs> you try to improve them to make them beyond compare, but it's unrealistic. So you put them on a pedestal, but then you pick them apart to try and make them better. Right. So I know a couple who are madly in love, but my Virgo client was controlling and even critical. I knew that this was due to her Virgo fear of vulnerability, but her Aries partner was angry with her because he felt that she was infringing on his independence. Virgo tried to micromanage Aries, good luck with that, learning in the process that the only person he could control was, or she could control was herself. The way to an Aries heart is to give them plenty of freedom and to encourage their energy and passion for life. The way to a Virgo's heart is to help them push through their fears and give them plenty of reassurance and help them laugh. So Virgos hate being vulnerable. Vulnerable. That's why yeah. they're so controlling. So you just need to be with someone like, like even our friendship. You're with me because I literally help you br- bring that kind of emotional side. Yeah. I help you have fun. I help you let loose. Uh-huh. And like, say you being best friends with Dara, Dara would help you da- like let loose. Yeah. So it's helping you not be so uptight. Surround yourself with a tribe that brings the best out in you. Yes. So yes. like understanding all these star signs can really help you in finding people you want to surround yourself with. And Obviously, be more of gone right. Yeah. No, no, no one's going to like fit into these boxes of star sign. You're so much more than your star sign. But it still is interesting stuff. Yeah, like what we were saying in last week's episode, like our mm-hmm. risings and like our moons and all, they make sense too. Yeah, so we're actually just after ending Libra season. So I'm going to talk about Libras now, but that ended on October 22nd. So Libras are born between September 23rd and October 22nd. 
and they are all about the balance so there's a lady I work with Catherine who anytime I talk to her about Sarah Sand, she's like the balance baby the balance and like Kim yes. Kardashian is a Libra yeah they're very, very all-rounders Libras get along with every single people in the whole zodiac like yeah I feel like when I think of a Libra I think of someone nice like yeah. Becky's a Libra and then obviously other air signs like Aquarius like they're great as well but mm-hmm. we won't go into that yeah but basically air signs lift up every other sign so if you are an air sign and you get in a relationship with a fire sign like you make their fire burn brighter essentially if you get with an earth sign like you know oxygen is needed in the earth think of like trees growing all that stuff and then water like if an air and a water sign the waves turn into tsunamis that's like a lovely analogy i read before that air kind of breathes life into every single other oh yeah it makes sense thing yeah so it's an air sign. It's the opposite of Aries. It's the seventh sign of the zodiac, seventh house ruled by Venus. Libra gone right is the most refined, civilized, diplomatic and graceful of all the signs. More often than not, you're also admirable and you're always charming and persuasive. You are the natural mediators and diplomats of the zodiac and you bring peace to situations that sorely need intervention. Your symbol looks like a bridge and you move between people and situations, building bridges and uh, bringing an element of harmony where it was previ- previously lacking. You have a fundamental need for peace and balance in your life, and for that reason you're usually skilled in the art of compromise, which is why you are happiest as a we rather than walking earth alone. Partnerships and unions, above all romantic but also friendship-based and at work, are of paramount importance to Libras. Relationships are what make you tick. You're brilliant strategists and are able to see all sides of a situation or argument before making judgments. You are fair, just and easygoing, making you such a pleasure to be around. Did I mention pleasure? Ah, yes. You love pleasure of all kinds, as well as beauty, art and culture. You have an incredible eye of what will look good. I know a few artists as they have all plenty of Libra in their charts. The Italian artist Carvaggio had a son in Libra and his work, particularly with the goddess, is utterly exquisite. One of the most famous paintings is The Death of the Virgin, painted in 1601 and 1605. It was highly controversial at the time because he he used a well-known lady with a rather colourful reputation as the model. This taste for irony is not typical of Libra, but more likely due to his moon in Aquarius. Aquarius love to shock people and often rebel for the sake of causing outrage. Libra's ruling planet is Venus, which is strongly associated with love, beauty and pleasure, as well as art and culture. In Roman mythology, the goddess Venus was also the patron of the arts. You are great romantics of the zodiac, fabulously seductive, unless you have a lot of neighbouring sign Virgo in your chart, which puts you puts a bit of a kibosh on that. And you know how to make people feel a physical and emotional pleasure. You are often pleasing to the aesthetic eye, although the real beauties in my experience are not necessarily those with the sun in Libra, but those who have Libra featuring prominently in their full charts. There can be no better example of Libra gone right and gone wrong in action than Brigitte Bardot, the French actress, singer and animal rights activist, who has been called one of the most beautiful women to have ever lived. She has the Sun, Mercury and Jupiter in Libra and also has planets in the humanitarian sign of Aquarius. She has dedicated her life to helping animals. The way the planets combined in Bardot's chart seems to be a result in a beautiful woman with a need for justice. 
You see, Libra is all about justice and equality, especially for those with no voice, such as animals. But there, this is where the contradictions set in. Unfortunately, Bordeaux also seems to work with Libra gone wrong, which is judgmental and even bigoted. She does not hide her dislike for anyone who isn't Caucasian French, is anti-immigration and has a string of convictions for inciting racial hatred. Libra can be full of contradictions, but one thing is certain. Their judgmental side is the worst and they can wage war on anyone they see as different. This need for <coughs> hate campaigns is driven by deep unhappiness and is the opposite of equality, which Libra needs to embrace to be at peace. Libra gone wrong can be shallow, vain, extravagant and terribly needy. You can't survive without the validation from others and are very often people pleasers, sacrificing your sense of self to keep someone else happy, only to become resentful later on. Libra must learn to be independent and less needy. You should also take a tip from your opposite sign, Aries, who needs no one's approval and therefore seems to attract it readily. That was very long. <laughs> so Libra gone wrong then is <coughs> vain, superficial. You still have your COVID coffee, all right? Yeah, fine. How much? Do you need a bit of water? <laughs> no, I'm great. Okay, love you. Okay, Libra gone wrong is vain, superficial and materialistic. Needy, unable to be alone. Sounds like a bit like myself. Judgmental and critical, indecisive and passive. Gone right, it's fair, just and balanced, charming, sweet and graceful, generous, peaceful warriors. I like Libras. You do? Who do you know? <coughs> I just get along with Becky. <laughs> She's yeah. a Libra. Yeah, well, they just lift everybody up and make everybody yeah. feel good. They seem to have like a way of uplifting people around them, yeah. which is fab like. And then we're going to be moving on to Scorpios. So here we are. What date? So October 23rd to November 21st is a Scorpio. So Scorpio, it says the power. It's a war sign. Yeah. Uh, opposite of Taurus, Earth sign. Eight, sorry, eighth sign of the Zodiac, eighth house ruled by Pluto slash Mars. Water sign. Yeah. Scorpio gone right is extremely intuitive like fellow water signs, Cancer and Pisces. And is one of the most instinctual of all the signs. Scorpio folk are determined and focused. You have seriously emotional depths. Oh, you have a few uh, underlines in this one. Yeah. Emotional depths and a magnetic air of mystery that is simply irresistible to the rest of us. You absolutely refuse to be controlled or dominated by anyone or anything. You hate superficiality and like to dig deep in every area of life, probing and investigating until you get to the bottom of an issue get to the bottom of an issue or have demolished the facade and seen to the very core of a person's character. Scorpio is all about power. You are here on earth to learn how to handle it wisely. This is not to say that you are all automatically powerful, but you will have experienced some power plays growing up, which offer you incredible opportunities to recognize and use power as a force for good in your own lives. Gone right. You use your immense empathy and embrace your insights into the darker side of life. Martin Scorsi was... Tell me. Martin... Why can't I pronounce that? Yeah, I don't know how Scorsese? Scorsese? <laughs> Whoever that is. Wait there, wait there. No, I'm going to ask Google. Martin Scorsese. How do you say that? Was born... You look it up there and I can still read was born under the sign of Scorpio and you only have to look at his film histories to see that he is seriously deep and has a penchant towards the darker side of life. 
crime, the mafia, and bloodshed. Are you ready? Yeah. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> English degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no better example of Scorpio in action than the billionaire founder of Microsoft, Bill Gates. He was criticised for his less than pure business techniques at the start of his career, but later became a huge person who never tries who never tires of using his power and enormous fortune for good. Through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, he donates to various charities um, to address some of the rampant inequality on the planet. If only all other billionaires felt the same, we would wipe out poverty sharpest. That is very true. Um, so like a Scorpio gone wrong would be like vindictive, manipulative, cruel... Um, there is no easy way to say this. Scorpio's gone wrong can be dangerous to yourselves and others. Your tendency to think of situations as life-threatening means you often take things too personally. Um, what else? So they're weak-willed, fearful, jealous. Um, so ver- they're saucy. Scorpios are always saucy. Yeah. Yeah, like trees and ulties, Scorpio. Like you have your Venus and Scorpio. Scorpios are real intense. Like if they like you, yeah, they so are they gonna, go deep. They're yeah. gonna like you, honey. <laughs> yeah. So Scorpio gone right, like empathetic, forgiving, magnetic, compelling, like you're saying. Um yeah, so that's the Scorpio. Like inspiring. if you look at someone, do you ever meet someone you think Jesus, you're very sexy? Very sexy energy. Right. All Scorpios, very sexy energy. <laughs> Libras, Pisces. Who else? Very Aries, very sexy energy. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, where are we going? What's after? Oh, Sagittarius! I love you. Don't let anyone talk you down, okay? Sagittarius. My rising isn't Sagittarius. Between November 22nd and December 21st, we have that, that lovely winter vibe about you. These are fire signs, opposite of Gemini. Always love an air sign. Ninth sign of the zodiac, ninth house, and ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius gone right is a mind-blowing combination of adventure, dazzling smarts and lots of fun. Being a fire sign and ruled by Jupiter, you Sagittarius folk have heaps of positive energy and an infectious passion for life. You're often gregarious and almost always optimistic, like if, like your fellow your fellow fire sign Leo, but also have an you also have an intellectual side. You're usually wise and knowledgeable beings who shed light on on complex problems with ease and are gifted at telling stories to get your point across. Sagittarius gone right is the accomplished teacher imparting their wisdom to anyone who is willing to learn. You rarely suffer fools and you value your time rightly viewing it as a commodity. Did I mention the word right? You're usually right about everything. And let's not forget luck. Yours is indeed a lucky sign and you're not shy when it comes to sharing your good fortune. Sagittarius's love to socialize and actively seek out adventure, usually in foreign lands. All the better if others want to come along for the ride. Bright and breezy, you have a suitcase full of stories, most of them true, and you're probably the most honest of all the signs, aside from Virgo, of course. Sagittarius is the open-minded and exciting to be around. You're the kind of people to whom interesting things happen to. Above all, you Sagittarius folk are all about integrity. Other people always know exactly where they stand with you because you tell it how it is. You don't play games and you're utterly trustworthy and true to yourself. You're inspirational, often philosophical, and you're the most enthusiastic truth seeker in the Zodiac. On that note, let's talk about the truth. 
You are pointedly driven by the need to honor your own and speak it as it is when you feel wrong or when you feel. Now, while this obviously has a huge beneficial side, gone wrong, you guys can be truthful to the point of bluntness, even cruelty. And the flip side of that behavior is the other kind of gone wrong Sagittarius who swerves away from the truth completely to get people to do what he or she wants. Either way, your biggest life lessons, as with your opposite sign, Gemini, is about being truthful. Gemini often needs to be more truthful and Sagittarius is typically truthful to a fault. So you must learn on one hand to be honest and on the other hand how not to hurt people's feelings in name of your favourite concept. You're on a search for the meaning of life and for this reason many of you study religion and spirituality. You can also have highly prophetic, can also be highly prophetic which is different from intuitive. So you probably have a little bit of psychic abilities all the Sagittarius's they're always usually a little bit spiritual worldly thinkers um Bruce Lee another man true to his sign was an American Hong Kong Chinese actor philosopher and film producer his legendary films brought martial arts to the attention of the western public he inspired westerners to learn martial arts and refused to succumb to the Chinese community when he was pressured to stop he's often reported to have had to fight another master and the prize was keeping his skill open Lee was not religious, but he was very well read in the key texts of Taoism and Buddhism, and he incorporated philosophy into his own version of martial arts, claiming that mental and spiritual preparation and inner strength were fundamental to success. Interestingly, Lee also had a Mercury, Moon, Mars and Venus in Scorpio. That's a lot of Scorpio. And before he was famous, he had a reputation for being ferociously driven, a ferociously driven street fighter. Scorpio is all about the will, about will to power which is not typical of Sagittarius, who prefers to blow others away with their brains rather than brawn. Very good. So, gone wrong, they're tactless, hurtful, sanctimonious, negative mudslingers, (laughs) uh, ignorant and self-righteous, self-indulgent, but gone right, they're inspirational, wise, open-minded, adventurous, broad-minded, and all fab. So you're going to move on now to our lovely Capricorn. Yeah, so Capricorn would be... December 22nd to January 19th, uh, I get along really well with Capricorns. Um, Capricorn, the master, it's an earth sign, opposite of Cancer, 10th sign of the Zodiac, 10th house, ruled by Saturn. Capricorn gone right is dashingly attractive, seriously intelligent, um, dignified, practical, discerning and meticulous 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 you guys make the best partners both in work and love you are honest utterly reliable and you never give up on anyone or anything unless absolutely pushed to usually by a lack of respect or if someone becomes an embarrassment in which case you will walk determinedly away respect and self-respect is a vital is as vital as oxygen to capricorn capricorn has enormous fortune fortitude and the strength to achieve their goals and overcome adversity the current leader of the canadian liberal party and the prime minister of canada justin trudeau is a good example in action his party held just 36 parliament seats when he was elected as a leader but as the next election they took 136 and won a massive victory capricorn shoots to win and you don't take a second bet you don't take second bets very well you focus on your goals, break them down, then dictate yourself to making them happen and wiping out the opposition. There are almost too many interesting Capricorns in the public arena to mention. 
Stephen Hawking, the physicist and cosmologist, which one of the world's with one of the world's leading minds <laughs> has his son in Capricorn. His intellect, dignity and absolute dedication and persistence in the face of adversity are beyond compare. Given his scientific background, I find it interesting that he has never ruled out the possibility of the existence of the universal creator. Hawking wrote, if we discover a complete theory, it would be the ultimate triumph of human reason, for then we should know the mind of God. He's that really smart lad, isn't mm-hmm. he? Very intelligent. I often refer to his views on political and environmental subjects when I need a learned opinion. Capricorn is all about fact and reality over concept or blind belief. Uh, Muhammad Ali, the legendary boxer and one of the greatest sportsmen of all time, was also born under the sign of Capricorn. Even as a child, he was seriously ambitious and absolutely, absolutely dedicated to the sport he loved. He was always start saying, I am the greatest, and although this may sound arrogant, Capricorns are often perceived as arrogant. He made it reality. Muhammad Ali is still regarded as the greatest fighter the world has ever known. Like your opposite sign, Cancer, you Capricorn folk are extremely family orientated and you do your, and you do your utmost care to create a stable and steady environment for your partner and children. You're also unendingly supportive of those you love. My mo- this is us uh, in brackets. My mother is a Capricorn and without her support, I would have never been able to follow my creative path. Oh, that's cute. Unlike Cancer, though, Capricorn gone wrong, struggles with accessing his or her own emotions and understanding other people's emotions intelligent is not your forte. You are liable you are liable to be embarrassed by any emotional display and can appear cold. So true. Yeah. You are also just a little bit earnest and tend to take life rather too seriously. Yeah. Unless you have plenty of your neighboring signs Sagittarius or Aquarius in your birth chart, in which case fun is also high on the agenda. You appreciate the finer side of life. Though unlikely showy Leo, you would rather own one fine diamond than a large collection of bling. This this figures becomes Capricorn is reserved in everything he or she does. Gone wrong, you are materialistic and worldly, obsessed with status, recognition and success and ruthless in your pursuit of it. I call Capricorn the master, partly because you can be somewhat autoritarian. Autoritative? No. No. authoritarian okay the influence of your ruling planet queen saturn is strong with you guys but more significantly your deepest lessons are with cancer concern emotions and security your experience is directly opposite though capricorn is comfortable with committed commitment but terrified of emotions and failure true um i always say that whenever you meet someone who is discerning reserved just and just a little magnificent, you can bet they have a Capricorn sign in their charts. Lovely. That's a nice little compliment. But like Capricorn gone wrong would be cold, rootless, uh, ruthlessly ambitious, and uh, what else? Restrictive and controlling, over serious. Capricorn gone right can be kill, commanding, um, practical, high they're achieving. Sound, like- yeah, I'd like a Capricorn. They're dead, they're dead on. Like, yeah. They're always kind of down there, it sounds. Yeah. I like the way they're talking about Muhammad Ali there. Yeah. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> so next is Aquarius, if you want to do it. Do you want to do that and then I'll finish up on Pisces? Okay, so um, 
Aquarius, what's the date, Star? So it's Jan between January 20th and February 18th. Sorry, I have a bowl of ice cream there. <laughs> you can hear it. So it's vegan. <laughs> have to add that in there. Right, go on. So Aquarius is the activist. Air sign opposite of Leo. Eleven. You actually said Leo and Aquarius would be wow. good 11th sign of the zodiac, 11th house, ruled by Saturn and Uranus. Aquarius. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> Aquarius is an intellectual air sign, and like its fellow Gemini, it's clever and logical. It's also bright, breezy, and can be as light as the air. I love them. Aquarius. Oh, I love them. Lauren <laughs> O'Brien, um, my friend Erica from work. Oh, stunning people. Yeah. As well as smart, Aquarius gone right is seriously insightful, almost psychic. It's governed by Saturn, but also strongly associated with Uranus. <laughs> Why did they name the planet that one? Like? <laughs> Which is known in astrology. Wait, maybe they named Uranus after the planet Uranus. Maybe it was Uranus first, and then it was just your book then. That's, that's a question for God. Your ass. Which is known in astrolo astrology as the Great Awakener and all signal areas where we need to become more aware. Okay, sorry. Aquarius is all about freedom, independence and triggering awareness. Those folk with plants in Aquarius... Are you right there, folks? Will you shut up? Aaron's drunk on ice cream. Those folk with planets in Aquarius are often the revolutionaries of the Zodiac. They push for progressive change and assist in shifts in the collective consciousness some people believe we are now living in their age many u.s astrologers say it started in the 1960s with the hippies peace and love movement others feel it began in 2012 but i le i believe that it is strongly linked to the revolution which started in the 1950s and has been speeding up ever since irrespective of what when it began we are feeling the impact in 2020, both Jupiter and Saturn will be in Aquarius and we can be sure that changes will be plain to see. That's so true. Yeah. I think coronavirus happened in 2020. <laughs> that was a big change. Ouch. Um, James Dean, the film star, had the sun in Aquarius and one of the most famous films was Rebel. Well, it cause James Dean is a lad that everyone fancied, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, tell me a phrase, look. You got that James Dean. Yeah, James Dean. You know, my brother Gary, his name was Gary Dean. Because oh. my, my mom wanted to call him Dean after James Dean. No way. Yeah, sir. Mad. So, very Aquarian. Aquarius people need a cause to get behind or maybe become obtuse and rebellious for the sake of it, which helps no one. Gone right Aquarius folk are charming, sympathetic, kind and compassionate. You're excited to be around, interesting and interested in other people too. That is, that's a good sign to have. Yeah. You're excited to be... Oh, I already read this. You're often in demand with your many friends for your insightful and straightforward advice. You have elect, uh, electrical taste in everything. I see. Eclectic. Jesus, Eclectic. I, can't, I can't read today. Electric taste in everything, including people, and collect random group of friends like bags of sweets. <laughs> you love to mingle, mix, and share experiences and ideas, especially if they are linked to common, higher ideals. You are so you are also highly inventive and at times nothing short of genuine, as you have the ability to think outside the box. But your innovations are strongly driven by logic. It can be a fabulous combination. 
gone wrong, the less appealing side of Aquarius presents itself. You often book convention for the sake of being seen as a rebel, which becomes tiresome and draining. Your ingrained need to question everything so often, a strength may mean you come over as contrary and difficult. This problem is magnified by the fact you aren't always the most emotional, supple, subtle people. In fact, you are at times shockingly direct, which can disturb the sensitive among us or those who prefer polite trivia. So what they just say like it is. Hmm. And then there's the other kind of Aquarius, not those who resist rules and authority and are real by freedom, love and Uranus. <laughs> but those who... LOL. <laughs> those who confirm, who have a gone wrong tendency to be standoffish. You can be unforthcoming about <laughs> yourselves and don't really do small talk which can make you difficult to get to know that's true Uranus don't really do small Uranus <laughs> Aquarius Minus don't, don't want to talk to you <laughs> Aquarius don't do small talks when they come across as rude uh, yeah like like that's they either like you or they don't and they're not gonna sugarcoat it yeah, so they don't do small talk, so like, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, so Aquarius. Aquarius can be fanatical too, which is dangerous if you're born under the sign and are fanatical about any case, cause or religion. You must tailor this trait before it gets out of hand and causes chaos. Chaos is a word strongly associated with Aquarius. So Aquarius gone wrong would be contrary, difficult, controlling, cold, emotionally detached. Um, judgmental, stubborn, prone to extreme views. Aquarius gone right would be compassionate, focused on serving humanity, free spirited, genuine. So yeah, we're here for an Aquarius. Yupa, we love an Aquarius. Lauren O'Brien, what a babe. What's next? Is this the last one? Who else? Sinead Smith's an Aquarius. Yeah, we love her. All right, so I'll do Pisces. Pisces. So I'm gonna be That's you. I'm gonna do it myself. Aaron right. the Pisces. I am the last one. Do you want to have a little chit chat about your Pisces first, though? And we'll dive right in and we'll okay. get the, the mouthful over and then me and you will talk about our ones okay. a little bit. Right. Um we're really horsing on here, but we move. Sure look. Yeah. So Pisces are born between February nineteenth and March twentieth. We are emotional babies. Um uh, we're water signs, we're the very opposite of the Virgo. 12th sign of the zodiac and we're on episode 12 you up the doors 12 12 is that my angels <laughs> we're ruled by neptune so pisces folk so we are the vision so the visioneers pisces folk have a gift for perceiving things that are hidden to everyone else they're the dreamers who see the big picture and are often able to make visions reality all in all they're seriously cool people <laughs> cool thank you <laughs> Let's take the life and works of a famous Pisces, Albert Einstein, as an example. His vision is the stuff of legend and there can be no better figure to show the sign in action. Einstein's revolutionary theory of relativ relativity completely changed our understanding of the very fabric of the universe. He had issues with the formality and rigidity of the traditional education system, believing that its stringent approach stifled the creative process. It's great word use in this book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like it a lot. It's fabulous. This is a typical uh this is typical of Pisces people who abhor feeling restricted or forced to disconnect from their inner creativity. 
Einstein's love of music is well documented and is shared with most Pisces or those who have prominent Pisces in their charts. Many great uh, musicians were born under this sign. Chopin, Kirk Cobain. Cool. I'm wearing an Nirvana top. As you are. Nat King Cole. Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, Johnny Cash. Real big Pisces energy. Musical vibes. Pisces men are supposed to be toxic. Really? Yeah, I've seen that a lot on TikTok. Stay away from Pisces men. I don't think I know a Pisces man. Um, Probably both. Oh no, I don't either. Some friends from school were. Kelvin Murphy, Dara Pine. I always talk to them in sessions about how we're all Pisces. (laughs) So, um, Aretha Franklin. Research also shows that even when Einstein seemed to be in a committed union with one lover... He was usually pining for someone else. Another typical Pisces trait. Jeez. The neck. So they're not loyal. <laughs> yes, we are. I am. But yeah, we're prone to falling in love. So Michelangelo is another famous Pisces who was a very true artistic genius. Come here, do you know who's a Pisces? Who? Doja Cat. Mic drop. <laughs> Me and Doja Cat have a certain Genesee Qua in common. <laughs> do you beg to differ? No, yeah, we, you love Bad Doja. Bad she is a she is a Pisces. Really? Pat Gallery. I don't I don't know that. Her and is it ASAP Rocky? Oh yeah, what's he? Butte Libra. He's a Libra, yeah. You <laughs> Right. So where were we? If you Michelangelo I think the ice creams have to make me a bit giddy. Michelangelo is another famous Pisces who was a true artistic genius. If you've ever seen the beautiful and awe-inspiring fresco on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican, I was there. Do you ever smell the Vatican walls? No. Not many people can say that. I did. <laughs> Who owns you? So you will know that this is, his vision was transformed into reality for all to behold. The story behind its conception illustrates several typical Pisces traits. Fresco was not a medium that Michelangelo was accustomed to, and one of his fellow painters, Bramante, a comparative... A competitive Aries with Saturn and Scorpio knew it. This is a really a cultural lesson, this book, isn't it? <laughs> Bramante suggested to the Pope that he should be he should commission Michelangelo, hoping his rival would fail. But his plot backfired spectacularly. Michelangelo tried hard to refuse the commission, but the Pope told him that God had spoken and insisted he get to work. The fresco took four years to complete and turned out to be one of the greatest achievements in Western art. Cardinal Biagio de Cessna. <laughs> I cannot say this sexy. He had backed Bramante. It's really hard in an Irish accent to say all these fancy names, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? That's uh, British. Because Michelangelo, no end of suffering throughout the years he spent on the project. <laughs> suffering for the love of art is also Pisces trait. So the art, nah, fuck that. Sounds way back. Nah, fuck the dubs. So the artist painted a portrait of Cecina in hell where he remains to this day. The lesson here is never to provoke a Pisces. Once riled, their anger is colossal. <laughs> and if they're also an artist, they might just immortalise you in a very unflattering form. So true. I will write a poem about you. Yeah. If you piss me off. <laughs> also write groups. poems about everything else. Um, write a poem about you right now. You're beautiful. Your eyes are so chocolate brown. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> away. I felt like that took about a year to read. Right, Go so more into your Pisces. Pisces then. gone wrong is flaky. <laughs> so true. <laughs> like if someone's like wants to link up and I'm just like, no, <laughs> not today. Overly strong willed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sensitive. 
Tu as salué tout le fait? Et ça me fait love. She made me sensitive. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I am. I feel like you're not that Fierce temper. Yeah. If pushed to the limit, Pisces will explode in a furious rage. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, Pisces gone right is very spiritual. Very true. We haven't said that about anyone else in this in the whole thing. So it says that if you're a Pisces, there's a little bit of magic about you. You're spiritual, intuitive and psychic. And you very often have dreams that later come true. That is so true, man. Like, literally, if I dream about something, deja vu, it'll happen next week. And you got a tattoo saying magic. Driacht. Yeah. What a beautiful word, huh? Yeah, so... Um, I, I think it'd be a great, great name of a book. I hope no one steals it on me. But wouldn't it be a great magic? name? Magic? Or in Irish, no, like... Driacht. Yeah, in Irish. It'd be a good novel. Driacht by Aaron Grant. Bada bing, yeah. bada boom. Yeah, catchy. Can you see it in essence? Yeah. Gold yeah. writing like 14 99 not 11 99 14 99 what color would it be well if it was direct it'd be like navy with gold writing maybe yeah look yeah that'd be yeah cool. real kind of just like basic and beautiful aesthetic cool. then yeah. my other book I see it. we won't talk about my other book oh yeah so i'd like to write a novel like drake's could be like a novel about like growing up in ireland little a few sneaky love stories in there and then you could do my other one is like a psychological belief systems and all that. Yes. Why am I sharing my stuff, man? <laughs> that was such a Pisces thing to do. Why is Pisces an oversharer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm going to talk about Pisces in love then. So Pisces at their... No, I read your one, so you read that oh, for yeah. me. Pisces, Pisces in love. Okay, let's go. Pisces at their best are devoted lovers. You do all you can to make your partner's life easier and dedicate yourself to making him or her happy and your relationship flow with ease. You are typically selfless, but depending on who you choose to open your heart to, this can leave you feeling that you have been taken advantage of if your partner is anything less than 100% dedicated to you. You have high expectations that are difficult to meet. Oh, like a Virgo. Yeehaw! <laughs> When Pisces get hurt, your sensitivity can prevent you from trusting again. Other signs dust themselves off and carry on, but Pisces struggle to get over betrayal. This often holds you back as love always results in some sort of pain, even when it is till death does part. If you've been wounded, you need to accept, forgive and try to carry on being as open as you are when you are in love. I don't think that's relevant to me, Paula. See, well, like, that's a good thing if that's it's not saying, relevant. yeah, like if it's saying the negative parts of your sign, like I've worked on all that, so I'm literally just like me in the goodness, and you're you in the goodness. Yeah, you're a woke bitch. I am a woke bitch. Put that me grave headstone. <laughs> she was a woke bitch. <laughs> literally, Pisces is prone to cheat on their partner. See, what? like I don't think this is you at all. Blasphemy. But sure, there is a no. You're the good side. Of Maybe Pisces. it's just because we're like. We're supposed to be the one with all the sex appeal in the zodiac. Right, okay. But I don't know. I don't think that that means that. It's all down to specific individuals as well. Yeah, like. yeah of course. Like This is not like you exactly. Okay. Pisces is prone to cheat on their partner. And for their partner to cheat on them, you can be tempted away from your relationship by someone you feel might be better suited to you. You love the initial stages of romance, but when the reality steps in, you often bail out. What really happens, what really helps, yeah. whichever way round the dynamic is playing out, is compassion and forgiveness. For some couples, an open relationship is a solution. No one do an open relationship with you. No. 
I think it well if you like lived in New York or something. <laughs> like people in America all do it, but in yeah. Ireland in Ireland that'd be real frowned upon. Yeah, definitely. Pisces often lie to prevent conflict and simply run away from the results. When you do this, you are passively taking control of situations by disappearing and refusing to give any sort of closure. Instead, try to create some space away from the situation, then without leaving it for too long. Tackle it honestly. Check that your motivation is pure and move to heal the situation with integrity. If you can't face it directly, write a letter or ask a trustworthy meditate. Med- mediator to help you sorry but yeah you would usually write letters even if you just burn them you know like yeah. if you're angry or something I love a letter yeah if you're in a Dear relationship Alpha, I hate your stinking guts you make me want to fuck you're still between my toes <laughs> if you're in a relationship with a Pisces you must be present and do all you can to reassure them that you are devoted committed and to appears, appease their fears yeah true they need plenty of space but the romance they bring to you after some alone time makes it all worthwhile. If you are dealing with a Pisces-led person who is struggling to open up, do not get angry as this makes them close off even more. Take a gentle approach and explain how their behaviour wounds you and damages them in the long run. Again, if you create space first and work to dispel any anger, you will avoid projecting your pain onto them and help them to recognise how harmful their behaviours is to both sides. You may not always succeed, but the key lies in trying. Cool about it, so I'm just like, unattainable. Listen to the last bit. Do not chase a Pisces. Hmm. What's that mean? Like I don't know, would you like someone to chase you? Or no, would you just like piss off? Like, define chase. Right, let's read it and see what I said, right? Do not chase a Pisces. Once they make up their minds to go, they will slip through your fingers into the murky depths oh yeah like if i don't like someone don't keep on trying to yeah. make me like you because i won't yeah like it's definitely an immediate thing for me like if i look so i'm like yeah yeah you're nay but if i look at someone and i don't like them and they keep trying to pull i'm like no bro yeah like a slippery fish out of your reach forever if you, can, if you can cope with non-committal behavior then all is well what jesus christ this with me treads that's a liar <laughs> don't give me that book father <laughs> go with the flow but if you know you're need a steadier partner do not fool yourself into thinking you can change them only they have the power to do that and it requires hard work discipline and commitment jeez but sure they slated me as well like, they didn't tell you you're a chronic cheater Life. Yeah, what the hell? Give us that book. Where are you, you brute? Caroline <laughs> Faulkner. The Science, the new constellation of, astro- of astrology guru. But uh, like, that, I don't think that was that relevant to you, the bad sides. I know what they mean by that. I know what they mean because like Pisces can get very like roped into idealizing and romanticizing people. So like any Pisces that I've ever known, you know, they will literally very intensely fall in love with people over and over and over but it, it just comes in with emotional intelligence i'm mm. emotionally intelligent so i am trying to like stay in touch with reality and yeah not just like true yeah keeping your head in the clouds and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah just because i can't believe they said that that's so untrue yeah exactly. but every other pisces yeah that i've ever known it has been yeah mm, yeah true all of my besties would be pisces but most yeah. of my friends like, the majority of them are Pisces. And have any of them ever cheated? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just a human disposition, guys. You need to be understanding yourself. Yeah. And your downfalls. And then you don't have to 
fall suit to them. Mm-hmm. But isn't it funny how, uh, like, uh, in the Virgo bit, it said, like, if their friends were cheating, they'd be like, no, get away from me. Yeah. But yeah, all my best friends are Pisces and that's one of the main traits. Yeah. You know? And what would you say, say if I... I had, had a big this, affair. I had this argument before. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but a few of my friends, we had a disagreement and it was like, if you were friends with a boy and a girl that were in a relationship and the girl cheated, would you tell the boy? And I said, yeah, straight away. Yeah. And then they were like, why would you betray your friend like that? And I was like, yeah, but if I'm friends with the boy as well, he's my friend. So yeah, I would tell. So, but like, <laughs> why would you be friends? Well, does your loyalty not lie with one more than the other? See, like, we could have this agreement well, now we'll as well. We'll go on, like, we'll have to chat, go on. No, yeah, I tell. But I know, no, I would give them the opportunity to tell that person So first. what if you're, say... Closer to the other person. Say, what if it's you and your girlo, and right. your girlo cheats on her fella, and you're just friends with him her? Well, that's different, but that wasn't the conversation. But then, you also then risk losing that other friend that you are going to out. I wouldn't out them. I would just say, I think you should tell them. When I was younger, growing up and all, I always thought like that, like say for instance, cheating or betraying and all that meant it was like horrible. Like, and now that I'm getting a bit older, you just realise that like people aren't brave enough to leave a relationship Mm. and then they make silly mistakes and stuff. But I don't think that it makes people bad people. I just think that you're, we're all affected with the same human disposition it'd be different now if like you had some random boyfriend i didn't even know and you cheated on i wouldn't be like i'm going to tell him i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that because i hold myself to such a high self-esteem like yeah and but again you just you never know but if you're unhappy in your relationships guys just leave them true true but easier said than done um we've we've literally been hurt that's an hour and a over an hour and 20 minute long episode. So, one of, one of our episodes was that long before. I think with me dad, was it? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a lovely episode. Do you want to, oh, do you want to do a kiss, marry, kill before we finish up? Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Um, no. Do you? Right, okay. Um, right, I think of really good looking people or something. Uh, James Franco. Okay. Zach Efron. Okay. And Harry Styles. Oh, honey. Uh, okay, I'm marrying Harry. Yeah. And I'm going to kiss Zac Efron and kill James Franco. How about you? I would marry Harry as well. Marry Harry. Yeah. I'd kiss James Franco and kill Zac Efron. Okay. Fair. What about you? You pick one. Just come on. Top of your head. I'll okay, right. Some. Let me think. Okay, let me think. Right, Killian Murphy. Right. Tom Hardy. Right. And Liam Hemsworth. Hmm. Liam is the one that was with Miley, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, you go first. That's right. hard. I'm marrying Killian Murphy. Did yeah. you ever see that interview and they're like to him, oh, uh, you're from Britain. And he's like, no, I'm Irish. And they're like, well, you're European. He's like, oh, no, yeah. I'm Irish. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And I just think he's such a nationalist and like, I'd have great crack with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hardy then. Smoochy smooch. And probably Killian Hemsworth. Oh, I'm in a toss up between them. Tom Hardy, I think everyone like, 
over eight maybe. I was just going, I'd kill Tom Hardy. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, give Liam a smooch. Yeah, agreed. We're going to, that's the first thing we've ever agreed on. <laughs> in our 23 <laughs> years of friendship. I, I'd probably do the same. Yeah, marry Killian Murphy. Um, kiss Liam and avoid Tom Hardy. I think he's overrated. Yeah. Like, he's just a muscly man. A bit of like, short <laughs> yeah. But I'm a bit of a short arse myself. I can't say that. Right, yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? That was lovely. Hopefully you've learned something from it. Yeah. And these are star signs. I'm sure that people skip through just to hear their own because we are all, as I said, affected with the same human disposition and just want to hear about ourselves. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Look in- into your birth charts if you want to know more. Enjoy like. your God complex. I bet yeah. you best all believe you're the, the baddest bitches in the room. Yeah, yeah. Lots of love right. from me. Bye, peace. Bye.